Hi everyone, I'm Daisy. And I'm Elsa. Welcome to our podcast. Advice of what not to do. Where we talk about our life experiences while you listen and learn from our mistakes of what you shouldn't do. P.S. No legal advice provided. This is for entertainment purposes only. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another (coughs) Wednesday with us or Thursday or whenever you're hearing this. (laughs) Um, sorry if we sound a little bit like stuffy because we're both happen to have a cold right now. Yeah, so like sometimes I've had this like buggers in my mouth for a week and then they like, you know, go to phlegm and then sometimes I'm talking and it's just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's a struggle. (laughs) Uh, TMI. (laughs) Anyway, um, happy birthday to me. Oh yeah, Daisy's 30. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm still young and alive, and I'm 25. She's 29. 25. Fine <laughs> AF. So today's episode is going to talk about how we found ourselves single again in our late 20s, almost 30. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> even though technically neither of us is like single, single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, you know, for the most part, married, um, separated, and Elsa is, 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 um, <laughs> TBA. <laughs> to be determined, TBD. TBD. <laughs> to be determined. Um, yeah. So, we found ourselves single again. We were actually just talking about, like, all this stuff, um, like, how we would want to be proposed to, and, like, or how our expectations have changed after after being <laughs> being already like taken married yeah like and legit then, married yeah because i mean it's kind of like getting an, a second chance a do-over mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have that you know possibility but at the same time i'm also <laughs> complaining about how like not attracted i am to most of these guys in their late 30s <laughs> Girl, it's a, like, really. It's a struggle. No, it's because the last time we were single, like, dating was when we were young in our primes. In college. In college. And now, all of a sudden, we need to, like, be checking out guys that are not in their primes. Like, balding. Tienen panza. Yeah. Anywho. I mean, I wonder if they think the same thing about us. I'm trying to be fit. (laughs) (laughs) the way we (laughs) we have all these issues pre-diabetes cholesterol (laughs) hair thinning (laughs) and before you know it we're gonna start getting hot flashes when we were in our young 20s we would wear contacts every day yeah exactly (laughs) now it's like when are we gonna wear contacts oh we're going to we're going out on saturday okay let me like take my (laughs) anti-acids Yeah, like I can't eat mac and cheese tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Can't eat any dairy, sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can you believe that? But actually like all this stuff, like my lactose intolerance started when I was like 22. So I don't know. (laughs) I I get bloated with like anything now. Like really. Yeah. Like I just eat and I get bloated. Well, IBS for me, but... I don't know what it is with me. I just need to eat better. Yeah. 
But I remember when I was young, I could eat whatever I wanted. And, like, I could eat half a dozen donuts and be okay. Literally, like, gluten, pizza, like, anything that has, like, pizza, cheese, anything that has pizza, pizza with cheese. <laughs> when I was when I was young, I could go on a lot of dates and talk to a lot of guys and it wouldn't faze me. <laughs> and now I feel like it's too much. It's too much work. It's like a full-time job. Yeah, I don't have time for this. I know, like, talking to guys, just, like, I was just telling you, right, I put this guy in my head, like, in the friend zone, uh-huh. and it's not necessarily that he's, like, not attractive or anything, because, I mean, obviously, he's yeah. got girls, I mean, and he's, a, like, really um, simpatico, like, really nice and, and yeah. outgoing, but just we just don't click. Uh, I don't feel, I don't feel the chemistry. And I feel like before we could get along with really anybody mm-hmm. and find a future in anybody. Mm-hmm. And Maybe. now it's like. Well, but it might have been different, too, because like for me, how many people did I date? One. <laughs> yeah, but you taught like there were guys you knew. Yeah, obviously. I talked to guys. I mean, yeah. No era monja tampoco. Monjita. Now, now, how have your expectations changed, Elsa? Okay, so, like, like Daisy and I were talking about, um, like, back then, I really didn't put much thought into, like, how I would get proposed and what kind of ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would put thought into it, but it wasn't. Now, this is, like, my, it would be my second time around if I were to get engaged. Mm-hmm. So, it's. I don't know. I I think more about like the cost of the ring and like the intention behind it. And I don't know, like before I I always said, oh, I want to have a big wedding. And now I'm just like, I would want a really small, intimate wedding. Mm -hmm. Just things like that. And before for me, I feel like I wasn't really I didn't have any expectations as far as that went. And that's why I let my ex slide with a lot of stuff that was like not romantic at all he wasn't romantic at all he like we were talking about never proposed to me Mm -hmm. um and i didn't have a problem with that because i saw a future with him you know but i think now like looking at it from this perspective i want somebody that like values me and can really show me that they value me in a romantic way like not just you know here are some flowers but like i'm actually putting a lot of thought behind what i can how i can express my love to you and that's that's what like sucks about i guess dating when you're older is because people have more of a past more baggage more um comparing each other Mm -hmm. or not comparing each other but comparing like past relationships Mm mm-hmm um, and that we wouldn't have these issues as much when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like, you, you know what I'm, you're catching my drift. I think I'm catching your drift. What do you think about the fact that we both got married before our brains were fully developed? <laughs> <laughs> I think that means that I let a lot of things slide. Yeah. Not knowing that if I, that's what I truly wanted or not. And I feel like that. And I mean, for any like younger audience members out there, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, we were 19 and 20 years old when we 
kind of like quote unquote decided like hey this is the person i want to spend the next hundred years of my life with well i mean i didn't decide it well i did decide because i decided yeah i could have just said no after i got pregnant like i don't want to marry this guy yeah but for whatever reason i said yes you you know the reason and i mean the reason is is logical i mean we have this idea when we're younger that this is what a family is supposed to look like and this is what family is supposed to be and you know etc etc and we don't want to disappoint our parents we don't want to disappoint our family and and so on and so forth but i think now that we're older we get to the point where we're just like you know putting ourselves first yeah and, and our and what we really want from life definitely and it's just it's just so weird like how our bodies change our mentalities change and everybody else that are on these dating apps and that we're meeting and are single are also thinking the same thing like nobody wants to be here what do you mean? Like, nobody wants to be on the dating apps? Nobody like, wants to be single and, oh, like, in their 30s. Yeah. Well, maybe my uncle, but... <laughs> <laughs> and FYI, my uncle's an athlete who has never gotten married, and he's 51. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that like it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I feel like people assume that, especially women, by the time they're in their 30s, they're going to have, like, be really settled down with, like, the family unit or at least, like, somebody they mm-hmm. can create that family unit with and i think as women we're put on this um from like an early age we're thinking about our biological clock you know mm-hmm. because they tell us like your most fertile window is like when you're like 15 to what like 25 or yeah. whatever yeah and then after you turn 30 you're an at-risk pregnancy if you get pregnant or like a, what is it called a yeah at risk at risk uh, but it, there's like a name when you're like an older pregnant, geriatric geriatric pregnancy when you're like older like after 32 or something mm-hmm. i'm not that far from being pregnant at 32 i mean low-key i want to be pregnant by the time i'm 32 but who knows if that's gonna happen Daisy, really yes we're really. gonna talk about this afterwards like one-on-one uh, yeah, really. I was thinking about it the other day. That you want to have, you want to be pregnant. Yeah, this is almost like how you want to be married. <laughs> <laughs> I got you there. You did. You did. <laughs> okay, guys. Like background. Daisy doesn't want to have kids because she doesn't want to be pregnant, like physically pregnant. But I've I, been pregnant. Yeah, you've been pregnant. I I get really scared of the thought of a lifetime commitment of marriage. <laughs> but I really I get really happy at the thought <laughs> of getting married. Of getting married. <laughs> but then I'm I'm like, yeah, oh no. Yeah, oh no. Daisy hears about this every day. <laughs> and for me it's like, I don't know, maybe it's hormones. <laughs> maybe yeah that's true maybe it's hormones like yeah i want to i want to get pregnant uh and then like a week later never mind i'm good (laughs) whatever guy it is has to catch you in that stage (laughs) on that time of the month that time of the month (laughs) (laughs) oops (laughs) i think we spilled a little too much tea (laughs) you know you're getting old when you cough after you laugh too much (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) um wait what were we talking about we were talking about 
getting pregnant by the time you're 30 no we're oh that how we don't want to be in like nobody really wants to be in this situation at this age (laughs) i mean some people do but not most people don't yeah most people don't and then you know like but we have to date each other and get to know each other we have to yeah but you find some weirdos out there like i mean you know fyi like my little situationship that i had going on it's like over now, right? Like I blocked yeah, him. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I did that for like my own well being because I was just getting tired of feeling like that this person doesn't want anything from me. Yep. And even though I didn't necessarily want anything from him either, I was just like tired of feeling like that. Yeah. And oh, it just it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated because at this age, it's really hard to be, like, lukewarm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a good place to be. Because next thing you know, we'll be 40. Ew. <laughs> yeah. And then imagine what the dating pool is going to be like in the 40s. Well, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Panzones, calvos y bigotones. <laughs> Those guys listening must be like, you still is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Probably guys with like prostate issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like women, like we have more of a like fixable issues. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the older we get, the more baby daddies and kids we have. Well, guys must be thinking that. Oh, like a woman? But like... Yeah. But I feel like women nowadays, like, yeah, we might have kids, but we got it really together. You got it together. You have, like, a whole, like, investment property and everything. I mean, like, I don't know. I I feel like, hmm, I've run into some guys that are already in their 30s that are very immature, Mm -hmm. that don't want a commitment, that they just they they probably look at themselves like they still have like yeah so long you know mm-hmm. and like even one of my friends like I was telling him the other day like is this the girl that you're gonna marry he's like what you mean I'm like what do you like about her and he's like oh she's pretty and I'm like is that it like bro <laughs> like she's nice she's pretty like can you be more superficial in five years we're gonna be at the half way mark of our lifespan right because the average life right now expectancy is 70s (sighs) another reason to retire in your 40s yep Mm. but yeah i mean it's just it's wild and i feel like people have their personalities and their pensamientos and all that like mass like como se dice mass must like settle down to where they're not as malleable like our our personalities are the sales yeah like you you don't really want to conformarnos yeah conformarte or or change yourself yeah nobody wants to change person. for each other or conformarse. Yeah. yeah so like hey if i'm immature i'm immature like 
whoever gets stuck with me has to deal with it (laughs) yeah especially when it's not like your first serious relationship or marriage which Mm -hmm. at this point most people have had at least one or two serious relationships Mm -hmm. or a marriage yeah and it's just a tough place and that's interesting like how do you define a serious relationship because one of the questions i ask guys is like okay when was your last relationship like when did you get out of your last relationship and how long was it and for some guys their like longest relationship has been like three months really yeah who are you talking to for other guys it has been like five years no you're right you're right because i remember talking to a few guys and they never really had a serious relationship like that yeah i don't i don't know they just i don't know i are they players like or do they like not care like at this point what's scarier a guy that had lived with his girlfriend for like years and it's just now starting to look out there or a guy who has never had a real serious relationship (laughs) (laughs) what's scarier Wait, you said a guy who had just got out of a serious relationship? Well, yeah, because if you're like, let's say that they were in a serious relationship most of their 20s. Oh, yeah. Like me. Yeah. Or like me. Like spent half of your 20s in a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. And you got a lot of those old costumbres, baggage, um, like, like scared of certain things. Or a guy that has never been in a serious relationship. What's scarier? I think for me it would be scarier for like the guy that already has all the baggage. Like I would rather be with someone that hasn't been in a serious relationship because it's not like as much pressure maybe. But this guy that has been in a serious relationship, at least he knows like what ticks and what doesn't for him. Like what he, his faults are. Hmm. And what he needs in a relationship. And this other guy. Imagine having like these expectations like snowball to the point where you're 30. And you're you have all these expectations of a partner that you felt like nobody else was good enough for. But sometimes I don't think it's that they don't think that another person is good enough. It just is like they don't want to. I don't know, like, I mean, that me means in a relationship, like, they just haven't found somebody that they, they feel is worthy to be committed to. Mm. That's scary. What do you think about the guys? Well, I don't, I know you're not like dating right now, but when you were dating, what do you think about guys that would say maybe they're like in an open relationship or in a poly? Or, like, polyamorous relationship. I always saw it as they haven't found their, like, their, the one yet. The one that they don't want to lose. Because mm-hmm. I feel there's... I feel like if you want to be poly, that means you're not afraid to lose them. Or they don't fulfill you enough, which means that they're not your person. Hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know, because I talked to, like, a couple girls and guys not just guys but also girls that are in polyamorous relationships and i don't know like it's just something that i feel like would be worth looking more into maybe maybe i can find someone that would be open to being on our podcast about that i mean i get it too i I was listening to a podcast about being poly 
And I get what they mean wh- where they say you can't expect for one person to fulfill all your needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, of course, you should come into a relationship not expecting anybody to make you happy. Yeah. Because you should be happy yourself. That should come from within. Mm-hmm. But um, that person was saying you shouldn't come into a relationship expecting that one person to be able to fulfill all your needs that you need in like romantic partner. There, And that's why they say like having two or more people like makes sense. But I feel like if you really love somebody, they should like meet your romantic needs by them, like themselves, like their person. But when we talk about like just historically and biologically, though, that's true. You're right. Like men, the, men, well, like men more the Bible. than women. Yeah. yeah, like even in the Bible, like King David and and what was his son Solomon? Solomon. Like how many wives and concubinas? Um, how many times did you hear the pastor in church say he had like quinientas concubinas? Yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> Girl, but you know why? Like biologically, because. The more partners a man has, the more offspring he can produce. And cambio una mujer, I mean, just talking biologically, mm-hmm. you can only produce a certain amount of babies in nine months. <laughs> so are you trying to say that society isn't meant to be monogamous? I, I mean, I see the point. And, and kind of, yes. Cheers. <laughs> when in the Bible, I need to Google this, when in the Bible did, did God start saying be monogamous? Well, a lot of people say it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And then they also take that as like the one true, you know, like this is what God created. He created like the whole Old Testament was a bunch of wives. Exactly. But remember that we didn't actually have. um, Como se llama when you believe in one God? We didn't have that until Abraham. That's true. Because Abraham is the father of faith. So we would have to go back to the Bible to actually look at, you know, what happened. But even with Abraham, I'm pretty sure they were still marrying each other's sisters. I mean, Sarah, Sarah told the maid, he said, she said, I'm too old. Go to the maid. Go have sex with her and have our kid. And he did it. He was like, okay. And to this day, I'm convinced that that's why we still have the conflict between... No, no, he's... It is. It yeah. is a conflict. So he was like, okay, and then... <laughs> I'm so obedient. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go bang our maid. And then Sarah was like, okay. And then she got pregnant, and then Sarah treated her like crap and kicked her and the kid out when she got pregnant. <laughs> True story, bro. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. It's in the Bible. <laughs> And now there is forever war between what was it the Israelites and the Palestine? Palestine. Palestine, mm-hmm. yeah. I know my Bible. Yay! Somebody learned something in Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, no, all jokes aside though, even if people like don't believe in God, you know, um still like look at the science. Man I don't know. And I mean, I think because of how we've evolved as a society and like culturally, yes, we want to find one person. But I am so convinced, like maybe somebody can rewire my mind, but I'm just convinced that there's just not like one person for anyone. I don't I don't believe in soulmates. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 
el amor de mi vida. Eres el amor de mi vida. Like, no. 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 And see, me and my mom were talking about this also. And she said she was thinking about in the Bible where Jesus told la mujer samaritana que el esposo que tienes ahorita no es tu esposo. Tampoco, you know? Oh, yeah. And then she was, I don't know if I told. No, but they translate that in different ways. Like, she could have just been actually married or she could have been, like, just sleeping with some dude. Well, they want to they want to make it like uh, yeah like she was sleeping with some dude but most likely she was actually married and most likely like that wasn't you know the guy oh, that she was gonna I'm you gonna know, ask end, you a question her life with I'm gonna ask you a question okay do you think that it's better to wait for playing the piano um, before I mean until after marriage do you think that would actually work We've talked about this before, but just say a quick yes or no. No. We shouldn't wait until after marriage. No. Yeah, because do you think one guy can just satisfy, like, most people's, or one girl should satisfy, or whatever it is they are, should satisfy your sexual needs? What? Do you think it's possible for only one person to be able to satisfy the other person's sexual needs for the rest of their lives? That's tricky. AKA, like, is cheating sometimes. Like, I think about it. I'm like a deep... <laughs> think about it. You're a deep thinker, I know. And I'm like, is it logical to think that, like... A marriage could be really, truly faithful forever. I think it's, it has to be, like, a lot of effort. But also, like, because I, like, because I, I think about, like, the people I know that have been married. For a long time. For a long time. And I can't think of one. That hasn't cheated. That hasn't cheated. Same. Like, even my... One time my mom was, I told my mom, I was like, uh, or my mom or my grandma, I don't remember. I was like, tell me one couple that has successfully made it to like being married together, like with one person. And she was like, oh, your tia, your tia, like they've been married for more than 50 years. They have kids together, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, but she had to put up with a lot of his cheating back in the 70s and 80s. Like we know that he cheated. Like she knows that he cheated. And she's still stuck with him through that, you know? And I want to say, like, my parents, but to be honest, like, <laughs> I haven't dug that deep in because I don't want to. Yeah, you never know what you're going <laughs> to find. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, that's like, uh, I don't want to think about this. <laughs> you're the <laughs> one that brought it up. <laughs> it's scary. I know. It makes me not want to commit. I know. Well, but I mean, but that's the thing is, like, I think it has to always be a conscious effort. I mean, there has to be a couple out there that has never cheated, it that makes, has <laughs> been happy together for, like, 80 this, years. This makes me so scared because, yeah, I might be 28, and I still have a lot of head on myself, like, a lot of life, but I feel like I'm happy by myself. Yeah. The question is, will be I will I be happy by myself when I'm fifty or sixty or seventy? Mm. And you know it's gonna change when your kids like leave, like you have an empty nest, like everything's gonna change. And we were actually talking about that with like an older couple the other day. 
uh, again, like friends of my grandma or friends of my mom. And they were saying that that's kind of like the time where either couples get divorced or couples like fall in love again. When is the time? When they become empty nesters. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like they have to reencontrarse, you know, from like not having the kids and to just being the couple or they can't be that couple anymore. And then that's when they get divorced, which happens a lot, which is like another reason that I think so hard about not having kids. That's why I, I think so hard if I were to get married again. I don't think I would want to have kids. More kids. Like with that person. Yeah. Because having kids changes the dynamics so much. Yeah. It's. And at this point, like you would be extending the time that you have to have kids. Because <laughs> your youngest is already five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like another. It, like, let's say you had a kid six, seven. Like, that's another seven years that you would have to <laughs> be criando un bebé, un niño. I'm already thinking about, like, because having babies, little babies, is all fun and games until that you know, toddler stage. The toddler stage. <laughs> and then the teenage stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know we both be working with teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's just, there's so many factors. I don't. I think this podcast really went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? No, I dating think, in your thirty. <laughs> I mean, this is what we think about. Yeah, yeah, true. This is the daily life stuff. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, and the and the reason also that I was thinking about that poly stuff. This guy that I was talking to, I didn't realize. That he even had that, like, poly sticker on his dating profile. Oh, like, really? Yeah. And then he said he was looking for somebody open-minded. And I was like, oh. And then I went back and looked at his profile. And I was like, oh, that's what you mean by open-minded. <laughs> like, okay. And I don't think I would have a problem with dating somebody that was poly as long as they were open about it, you know? But I also think, like, it would be weird for me to be kind of, like, the second option. Does that make sense? And I think with Polly, it's not having a second option. It's being in a committed relationship to both people. With both, no, not with both people. With one person who's also in a committed relationship with another person. Oh, yeah, you're right. Does not, I'm yes. not in a, yeah. in a throuple. <laughs> Well, I mean, Polly could also be that. It could, it could. But I don't think that's what I would be. I don't know. It would be to the point where because you're a in a of... committed relationship with somebody who is in another relationship while you're in another relationship as well. Most of the time, that's what happens. It's like two people... So the girl that I talked to that was trying to explain to me, and she said there was some kind of group close by that I've been wanting to like look into like a group kind of like where they support each other and talk about it um you should you should if you're gonna try to go poly you should try to be that somebody else's other <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean no because <laughs> I mean because then it's like wait to what point is it an open relationship 
versus a polyamorous relationship. I think I think I see what you're saying. Like, but like open relationship is not a status on on those apps. No, I mean it's it just, just poly. <coughs> it would, yeah, it would. It's just poly. So I think more than anything, it would have to be like but talking that means to the relationship. person. That means they're not single if they're in an open relationship. That means they're not single. Well, if they're poly, they're not single either. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Oh, yeah, no, they're not. No, they're in a relationship with someone else, and they want to keep going out with other people. See, this is not things we used to think about in our early 20s. We never thought about... I never thought about this. I never would have thought about being in an open relationship until now. And like, and you know that this is not the first time I've thought about it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I could, I could be in an open relationship, but nobody can be in an open relationship with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a double standard. That is not allowed. I know. That's not being open-minded. Because if you don't want the other person to be with someone else, then you cannot be with someone else. Like, that's not how Polly works. So you would be down with somebody else. I mean, with somebody being, like, your person being with somebody else. If I can be with someone else, yeah. But what if they find somebody else before you find somebody else? Okay. Introduce me to her. (laughs) (laughs) That's being poly. That's not being open. Yeah, well, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I guess that's where you would have to really talk to the person and, and figure out, like, what your boundaries are and your expectations, and yada, yada. But these are all hypotheticals. I mean, shoot, at this age, we're already thinking about retirement plans. (laughs) Like, are you ready for this? If I'm more ahead than you? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? That's what I think about when I date people. If you what? Are you, how's your retirement looking like? Because we're like 20 years away. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of, um, como se dice? Passive income have you acquired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are how's your debt? <laughs> how's your debt to income ratio? Yep. <laughs> I need you to fill out this credit application for me. Because <laughs> what I do not want is to be debt free and then going into a relationship with somebody that has like oh yeah five or six figures debt. Oh yeah. And like for sure, like that's one of my main goals right now financially is to get out of my credit card debt that I've been accumulating these past few months. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Alright, good night, guys. It's it's getting past our bedtime. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in this week to our podcast. Tune in each week to listen to a new episode of advice on what not to do. Muchas gracias. gracias.